Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Wednesday, April 17th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, we are going to recap last night's big 9-1 victory for the Astros over the Oakland A's to extend their winning streak to 10 games. What an amazing win streak this is. Um... Who knows how far they will take it? How many games will they win? I believe that 12 in a row may be the record. I still haven't looked this up. So we're going to go over the game, give you the offensive, defensive numbers like always. Then we will also give you the updated American League West standings. And then there are some uh, tidbits that I took off of Twitter while I was getting ready for the podcast. And those... I will share with you also. But before I do, another thing we're going to do today is in the last episode, I commented about Dallas Keuchel. I said that he is now willing to settle for a one-year deal. And I wasn't sure where he might go, but I did say maybe the door is open for him to come back to Houston. Well, long-time listener, Mark Yu, he sent me a few messages about that subject. So I'm going to play those for you. And so we'll recap the game, play the messages from Mark, and we'll do all of this right after this message. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. Okay, so now I'm going to play... The message from Mark Yu. Um, the, if you send me a message on the Anchor app, the maximum time for each message is 59 seconds. Mark Yu had so much to say about Dallas Keigel that he had to record two messages. So let me play both of those for you right now. Hey Rob, this is Mark Yu. I say absolutely not to the idea of offering Dallas Keuchel a one- or two-year contract proposal. Keep in mind, we already did so in early March, and Dallas Keuchel turned it down. Uh, Before March, in November, we offered him a $17.9 million one-year qualifying offer, which he turned down. And back in 2016, we offered a five-year 
times 18 equals $90 million offer. And he turned that down. But those aren't the major reasons why we need to turn them down. There's two, ma there's two other ones. First, we're currently 10% of the season done right now. And if we were to bring him on, it would be at least another month, best case scenario, before he came on and proved himself game worthy. Second reason, Dallas Keiko would undermine team morale and cohesion. And the reason for this is the litany of false arguments that the free agency market is, is unfair, demonstrated by Dallas Keuchel, a Cy Young Award winner, being unable to get a long-term deal. This ongoing discussion would undermine the Astros' huge accomplishments for 2019 and would continue to fester, made worse, doubtless, by Dallas Keuchel's choosing to add on to that because Dallas Keuchel, I'm sure, would have negative feelings towards the fact that he ultimately would get a one or at most two-year contract and he would be unhappy about it. So, therefore, why have an unhappy pitcher on your mound undermining team morale and cohesion? So don't bring him on. All right, so some very strong words from Mark Yu, totally against Dallas Keuchel. I do agree with you that we do not need Dallas Keuchel, and I do agree with you that he's been offered contracts before, and I do agree with you that we have team chemistry, and I think he would mess things up. I don't think he would come and not try hard, but perhaps he may come in and infiltrate the team with his negativity, like you said, about the free agency. And I disagree with him. He's had chances to get signed, and he didn't. And now he is still jobless. So let's go on with the show, and let's recap this awesome game. Top of the first, George Springer leads the game off with a Springer-Dinger, 1-0 Astros. Top of the second, Josh Reddick with a two-run shot brings in Yuli Gurriel, 3-0. This was Reddick's first home run of the year and his first two RBIs. Like I said before, he's been hitting well, getting on base, but he's just not driven anyone in, and no one has driven him in. He's not scoring very many runs, and he's not doing anything but last night. Hopefully, that gets the ball rolling for Josh Reddick. Top of the fourth, bases loaded. George Springer up to bat, and he walks. Yuli Gurriel scores, 4-0 Astros. Alex Bregman comes up after Altuve. Bases still loaded, and he gets a grand slam home run, 8 to zero Astros. That was the second career Grand Slam for Alex Bregman. The last one was in 2017 against the New York Yankees. Robinson Chirino, sack fly. He brought in who else? Yuli Gurriel. Nine to zero Astros. And the bottom of the ninth, Kendris Morales, sack fly, and brings in Simeon. 9-1. Colin McHugh gets the start. He goes six innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, 
five strikeouts, and he picks up the win. Josh James goes two scoreless innings. Raymond Gujuan, his debut. He gives up a walk, two singles, and the sack fly to give the only run to the A's in his debut. He only gets one guy out, and it was a sack fly. Devo comes in, cleans it up, gets the other two outs, including one strikeout. Offensively, Springer had a home run and two RBIs. Bregman had that grand slam, four RBIs. Yuli Gurriel went two for four, and he scored three runs. It seems like every time I read who's scoring runs, Yuli Gurriel. Three runs scored, pretty good. Josh Reddick, three for five. He had two RBIs, and he scored twice. Carlos Correa went 0 for 4. Tyler White went 0 for 2, but he walked three times. So let's look at some of the things that I got off of Twitter before the show. Colin McHugh, four starts so far this season. A 1.96 ERA, 23 innings, 12 hits, 5 runs. Seven walks against 27 strikeouts. Very good. Colin McHugh has always been a solid starter. He kind of got pushed out last year because we were so stacked. But he fits right in, doing a great job. Astros, 10 wins in a row. One more thing I wanted to share, just because it is on this side of the page. Marwin Gonzalez hits his first home run as a twin. And he hits it off of Ken Giles. So Ken Giles gives up the home run. He was the first batter of the game. But Ken Giles still ends up getting the save. So I thought it was kind of cool that Marwin Gonzalez hits his first home run for another team against a former Astro. So after this game... Houston is now 12 and 5, 10 wins in a row, a plus 22 run differential. Seattle is now in second place. They do have one more win, but they have two more losses. They are 13 and 7, and they have lost five games in a row. But they are still plus 31 in run differential. So they've already played. The Indians twice, and they've lost to them both times. Five losses in a row after being 13-2. and two. The Astros 10 in a row after being 2-5. and five. What a turnaround. Texas wins their third game in a row. They are now 9-7. and seven. They have a run differential of plus 7. Oakland is 10-10. Ten and ten. They've lost two in a row, and they also have a plus 7 run differential. The Angels are 8 and 9, the only team under 500 in the West. And they have a negative 8 run differential and they have also lost two games in a row. However, they are 7 and 3 in their last 10. I believe they started out 1 and 6, so an 8 and 9 record is respectable after starting that bad. So as you can tell, I don't know if you can tell or not, but I am getting tired, and I'm ready to go to bed, and I believe I can hear it in my voice, and you probably can too. 
But we're almost done. Uh, Tampa Bay is still doing good. They have a five and a half game lead in the East, and they are still the only team in that division, which that division was kind of predicted and even thought of by me to have three teams in the playoff. I think I thought it was a possibility that the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Rays could all make the playoffs. I, I, I'm not saying they all were going to, but the possibility was there. And Tampa Bay, the only team above 500. So in the Central, Cleveland is winning that. That one changes almost daily. Minnesota's a half game back. Detroit's a game and a half back. I think the last time that I reported on the AL Central, Detroit was winning. I think Cleveland will end up winning that division. And Minnesota should give them a tough battle. So one more thing. Joe Musgrove, former Astro, he went seven innings last night, six hits and two runs. And his what I noticed about it is his ERA is 0.81. So seven innings and two runs and his ERA is under one. How awesome do you think this guy have been, has been doing the rest of the year? Happy to see Joe Musgrove play well. If you know me, I was sad to see him go. So in closing, Astros 10 wins in a row. Tonight's game is Wade Miley against Frankie Montas. I didn't write that down, but I do remember it. So they play tonight. It's just a short two-game series. And then the Astros are off Thursday. And then, folks, then they travel to Arlington to play the hated, at least in my book, Texas Rangers. We need to sweep them. We need to at least win two out of three to tie things up. They have a two-to-one lead for the silver boot, and I'm not having it. The Astros are hot. Hopefully they can keep it up when they go to Arlington. It looks like they're not going to have any trouble beating the A's, but you never know. That'll be 11 wins in a row. Pretty awesome. All right. Ten wins in a row, Springer Dinger, Alex Bregman, Grand Slam, Reddick finally gets a home run. One more thing that I noticed on my paper from my notes from Twitter, this is actually a negative thing. Tyler White, with runners in scoring position, he is 0 for 8 with five strikeouts. Not good. And one thing I want to mention again before I go. If you recall at the beginning when we're doing the 25-man roster, the Astros usually go with 13 pitchers and 12 position players. With Tyler White, Kemp, and Marisnik out of options, they flip-flopped it, and they went with 13 position players. So one thing that's happening is Tyler White, Marisnik, Diaz, And Tony Kemp, they're not getting a lot of playing time. 
They're never going to be able to get into the groove. The only one playing well is Marisnik. Uh Tony Kemp, I would have thought he would at least be batting five. I mean, 300. Tony Kemp is very good. But right now, if they go back to 12 position players, they're going to have to get rid of somebody, and it is going to be Tyler White or Tony Kemp. I don't know who it's going to be, but that's one thing I'm going to work on. I'm going to try to figure it out. I don't believe they're just going to send one of them down or cut them because they're going to lose them. Somebody's going to pick up Tyler White. Somebody's going to pick up Tony Kemp. I don't know how long they're going to go, but I'm keeping my eye on it. It's very, that is the one thing that I'm curious about. Are they are they in the background making a deal, trying to trade one of these guys? Because the longer they go, and if they keep playing badly like this, they are not going to get much for them. That's my point of view on that. And if you have anything to say about it, do like Mark, you did. Download the app, send me the message. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. Well, that is the episode for this morning. Or today, I'm very tired. And uh, I appreciate everyone out there for listening. One thing I didn't mention about the podcast is a couple of days ago we reached 40,000 total listens. I never thought I would get that high. Uh, We're averaging about 170 to 200 listeners per episode. So things are trending up. I do appreciate everyone listening. And uh, so anyway, that's it. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening, folks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.